Hi, this is Melissa with Mixin' Some Magic. Welcome to my podcast. Welcome! I'm so glad you're here. I just returned from the beginning of the holidays at Disneyland, from my first trip to Disneyland during the holidays, and I had such a great time. Lucky me, I get to go twice in November, which never happens. I mean, I'm not a local. I don't live right near Disneyland, so I don't know if I've ever actually been twice in one month. I don't think I have and it's happening in November during the holidays and I'm really excited. So I just got back from a trip that I took with some friends and I got to do hotel tours while I was there and I got to check out all of the holiday holiday offerings at Disneyland and it was really amazing and then I go back next week for a trip with my family. This is a trip that we had I've had to reschedule several times over the last year and a half because of COVID and now it's finally happening. We'll be there over Thanksgiving and over my daughter's birthday. And I'm really, really excited to share all of the holiday magic with my family since they they missed it when I was there last week. Well, since I was visiting with some of my Disney friends, I thought it would be fun to have them on the podcast and share a little bit of their favorite part of Disneyland during the holidays. So in a little while, I will have them on. They all sent in um, some audio clips, which was really nice of them to do. So that'll be fun to listen to and you can hear some of their favorite things about the holidays, not just mine. But first, let's start with some Disney news. I guess the biggest Disney news is that the holidays began. And on the day that the holidays started at Disneyland, then they were supposed to open up um, It's a Small World with all of the holiday overlay. And it's so cute in there with all their holiday decorations. And the they mix in different holiday songs with the It's a Small World tune. And that was all scheduled to open. And then something terrible happened. And now it's closed for the foreseeable future. So apparently there was a latch that was left open that wasn't supposed to be left open that kept the water out of some electrical area, as this is what I've been told. Who knows? Um, But I guess they were refilling the whole attraction. They had drained all the water. They were refilling it to get it ready for the holidays. And... This latch that was left open allowed water to get into all the electrical components and obviously electronics and water don't mix and it kind of ruined a bunch of stuff. So this is not like a short little fix that can be, you know, the ride will be down for a day or two and then it's back up. It's kind of a major, major issue. So the word out there is that it might be up and running in a few weeks but it might not even make a comeback for the holiday season at all, which is really disappointing. It's so cute. Uh, It's really, really a fun holiday attraction. I look forward to it every year. And I don't love It's a Small World, but I do love it during the holidays. Luckily, the facade is still all lit up and they have a, a lighting every evening and then they have a little show every 30 minutes that has little animations and lights on the front of It's a Small World. So you can still check that out. It's a very impressive 
but unfortunately it's a small world the attraction is down for the foreseeable future which is really too bad we did get some exciting news about toontown though that i'm excited to share with you i'm going to read to you from the disney parks blog it says an ambitious reimagining of mickey's toontown in disneyland park will debut in early 2023 alongside the new attraction mickey and minnie's runaway railway so we already knew that we were getting the ride Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, which is amazing. I've been on it at Disney World and it's very fun. But now they are have just announced that they're going to be changing Toontown completely. It's going to close in March of 2022 and not reopen until early 2023. So it'll be closed basically an entire year. Um, the article goes on to say, building on the legacy of Mickey's Toontown, Imagineers are working to create something all new to create some all-new experiences so families and young children can have more opportunities to play together inside Disneyland Park. The beloved Mickey's Toontown will transform into a vibrant symphony of sight, sounds, and sensations, focusing on today's families with young children. Mickey's Toontown will feature new play experiences as well as an open, grassy play space for everyone to unplug. The land will have landscaping for both spontaneous family play and parental relaxation. Uh, they are going to be including lots more green space for people to relax in and run around, which I think will be really great. It also says the land will offer more play activities and attractions than ever before. From active play to tactile play, new experiences will let children play, slide, spin, splash, touch, and listen. One of the new areas coming to Mickey's Toontown will be Centennial Park, the first space guests will see when they enter. This natural space will be anchored by two interactive play experiences. At the center of Centennial Park will be a fountain designed for play, which will also become a center icon for Mickey's Toontown. As its base, water tables will invite guests to play with the water and have a sensory experience. At night, the fountain will be brought to life in a unique spectacle. A nearby dreaming tree will be inspired by the tree a young Walt Disney would daydream under in his hometown. Sculpted tree roots will provide an opportunity for children to play, crawl, and explore, and an undulating topography will offer rolling hills and a place to sit and dream. So, I think it's really exciting, this new announcement. It said that Toontown will still be home to many beloved characters, including Mickey, Minnie, Goofy, Donald, and more. So very exciting. No word on if um, Roger Rabbit will be staying. I, oh gosh, I kind of hope not. It's really not my favorite. I don't think it fits in with the young child theme of Toontown. So I don't know. I know some people love it. Not my favorite. So we'll have to see if it survives the reimagination. But it's something exciting coming. I think it's much needed and I can't wait to check it all out. Very exciting stuff. I also got to attend the very first night of Disney Merriest Nights, which is the after hours party for the holidays. This is the first time that Disneyland has ever had a holiday party. And so it was fun to be there on opening night. Um, I keep getting asked if I thought it was worth the extra cost because it was very expensive and I did enjoy being at the party. There were six holiday parties and they had different, you know, characters out and about and they had the photo pass included and there were different holiday options for food and merchandise and lots of fun things. They had live music playing at each party and they had 
um, different characters out in the different lands. My biggest problem with the whole thing was that it was just so short. I didn't feel like I had nearly enough time to do everything that I wanted to do. Um, I was running around trying to get everything taken care of so that I could experience everything so that I could tell you all about it. And between everything that I did and saw, I was on the move constantly and I only had time for one ride at the very beginning of the party. Well, two, I guess I went on Big Thunder Mountain and then I did ride on Sailing Ship Columbia. No, not Sailing Ship Columbia, Mark Twain Riverboat. Sorry. Oh, that was a close one. Um, so I experienced two attractions and the rest of the time I was just trying to do all of the party things. So I was trying to go to each land and see the characters that they had out and about, check out on the holiday food options and see their little photo pass, um, set up. They have a different backdrop in each land and then they usually had, um, somebody playing some type of music and that was it. So I ran around trying to do everything. The party lasted from eight till midnight and it was not nearly enough time in my opinion. I felt like it should have started maybe at six and that would have given people more time to really see and do everything. So if you're going to the party, you know that you're going to be pressed for time. The attraction wait times are very low during the party, but if you spend all your time doing the attractions, you're going to miss all of the holiday things that you paid extra to see and do. So it's kind of, I don't know, you kind of have to make a decision. Are you going to be there and get in all the short lines and just catch little glimpses of the holiday party things? Or are you going to try to do all the holiday things and miss the shorter lines? That's why I wish that it had been two hours longer so that I would have had time to do both. And I really think that Disney should change it in the future and make it longer because we did pay a lot of money to be there and it would be nice to be able to do a little bit of everything. I was able to be there on the very first showing of the parade. The parades are back at Disneyland. They have not been running parades since they closed for the pandemic and I was there for the very first holiday parade. I was so excited to be there. It was really wonderful because it was during the merriest nights. The crowds were lower and we just saw it right on Main Street, right in front of the Christmas tree. We were right near the fire station. I think we got there like 10 or 15 minutes early. The crowds were very low, so there was nobody blocking our view. We just had a front row seat, lots of room to spread out. And we got to watch the parade, which was so magical. I loved being there. I recorded the entire parade. So if you want to watch it, it's on my Instagram. You can check it out. It's in the, not the stories, what do they call it? The IGTV, because it's so long. It's in that section. So if you're interested in seeing the very first parade since the closure, it's on my Instagram. But overall, I really enjoyed it. I wished it had either been longer or cheaper. Those were my two things. Um, I did think that it was really fun. I'm glad that I went. Would I pay to take my entire family? I don't think so. That would be very expensive. But since it was just me, then it was a little easier to justify. If I was going to take my whole family, I would make sure that that was one of our park days 
and we didn't attend the parks at all before the party, if you know what I mean. So we would have that be our rest day, and then we would show up just for the party. You can get into the parks at 5 p.m., and so if you're going, I recommend getting there right at 5 p.m. and have dinner, maybe hit a few rides, and do some of the things that um, you can do before the party actually gets started so you don't have to waste time eating dinner or anything like that so that you're ready to go and you can just hit the party things. One thing you really need to make sure you see, even if you skip some of the other parties, um, make sure you see the Muppets. They have this Muppets coach, Muppets caroling coach, and they drive this little coach around and the Muppets are singing and hanging out the windows and they sing Christmas carols. Really cute, very fun to see the Muppets. But overall, I really liked it. I think that's just because I like Disneyland. I like everything that they do. So I was just happy to be there. We did get lots of pictures taken with the photo pass. It comes free with your ticket. So we enjoyed getting lots of pictures and we tried lots of their little holiday treats. So that was fun. I just wish that it had been longer. So there's my two cents. Um, it might be worth it to some people, it might not to others, but if you're not going this season, then don't feel too bad. You're not really missing out on anything huge. If I have to pick one, one extra event that I go to at Disneyland, Oogie Boogie Bash is by far the winner. Like there's way more things that are offered at Oogie Boogie Bash than at the holiday merriest night. So if you're only going to choose one of them, I would still choose Oogie Boogie Bash. So many fun things happening at Oogie Boogie Bash and merriest nights. I don't know, maybe that will, it will grow and change and eventually it, they will have more things offered. But at this point it was fun, but I wasn't totally blown away by it. Okay, let's take a quick break. And when I come back, I'll share the audio clips that my friends have sent in sharing their favorite parts of the holidays at Disneyland. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Mix In Some Magic. If you are looking for the perfect holiday gift for your family, I have it for you. You need to take them on a vacation. It's the very best. You don't have to wrap it. You can just give it to them and plus you create memories that last forever. You need to check out my friends at Getaway Today. They have the very best deals on Disney vacations. Their ticket prices are always discounted off the gate prices. And this last week I got to go on some hotel tours and they have amazing hotels as well. A lot of their hotels have fourth night free options and they are really great deals. If you combine tickets and hotels, you can use my code MSM10 to save $10. Check them out. I'll put a link in my show notes. You are going to love them. All right, let's jump right in and I will share the audio clips my friend sent in. I'm going to let them introduce themselves. I know you're going to love them. Hi, this is Allie from Allie's Ears. Uh, one of my most favorite thing about this past trip I took with this amazing group of women was just the friendships I've made. Um, everyone is amazing. 
Of course, Melissa is amazing. We all know that. Um, but that definitely, I think for me, was the highlight, just meeting so many great people and developing relationships. Um, I did get Melissa to try the cream cheese pretzel for the very first time for her. So I felt like I was teaching the tips and tricks ladies a good tip for Disneyland. Um, we just had a ball and laughed the whole time. And I was able to just go and appreciate the time I was there um, to focus on the little details um, to get to watch other ladies do their thing with their page and how they create their content and um, just all that fun stuff. I just loved every minute of it. Um, it was the first time without my kids, and that's a game changer for sure. Adult trips are definitely the best. But um, let's see what else. Favorite foods. Let's do that. Besides the cream cheese pretzel, I loved the Mickey gingerbread man cookie. That was so good. Um, the queso barilla tacos were amazing. Melissa introduced me to those, and I have to say those are definitely amazing. Um, what else did we eat? Um, I had the French toast at the Lamplight Lounge. That was really great. And... I also introduced Melissa to the chicken fusilli countdown pasta. I forgot about that, and she liked that too. So maybe I need to start a whole food page because I feel like I'm good at that. But um, I think that's it. So many good memories, so many amazing pictures, so many amazing women and friendships that I hope will last a long time. Hi, I'm Danny, And I'm Britton. And we are sisters who run a little shop on Etsy called Just Off Harbor, where we sell Disney-inspired travel accessories like ear holders, reusable straw pouches, etc. Melissa invited us to hop on and share one of our favorite holiday tips or memories from our trip to Disneyland for the start of the Christmas season this past weekend. One of the activities that stood out to us is that we were able to mobile order one of our favorite Christmas treats, Holiday Grace Stuff, from Red Rose Tavern. Which, if you haven't utilized mobile order on the app while visiting the parks, you should definitely learn how to use it because it saves so much time and it is hugely convenient in the parks. Anyway, we mobile ordered our treat and carried it over to Small World where we found the perfect perch on the stairs just across from the Small World building and enjoyed our gray stuff while watching the Small World holiday lighting. And then we had an awesome location secured to watch the Christmas Fantasy Parade. So that for us was an awesome memory and a great use of park time since we were able to knock out two major holiday activities at once. So hopefully that is a useful tip for a fun way to enjoy some of the holiday fun in the parks. Another really fun and unique part of our trip was getting to hang out with a bunch of other Disney-loving ladies. We got to enjoy eating treats and meals together, chatting and laughing with them, and we were also able to do something we are very passionate about, which is rope dropping. That's right. We had such a blast being able to rope drop Guardians of the Galaxy with them. The energy in our lift was so much fun, and we just feel super lucky to have had the opportunity to hang out with such a quality group of Disney friends. Hi, my name's Danielle from Danielle's Fandom Faves, and I had the wonderful opportunity to be able to eat in the office of the Lamplight Lounge in Disney's California Adventure.
And what the office is, it's this little back private room, so to speak, kind of almost like a vault in the back of Lamplight Lounge. It's got its own little private patio, big room, cute little artwork inside. But the biggest and the most fun part about the whole thing is it's a secret. And unless you ask about it and unless you get kind of picked to go back and do this, it's not something that you just, you know, that anybody can do. Um, so you also have to have a very large group. Most of the time you need to have um, more than eight. Our group was a big group of nine, which was awesome. Um, so when we checked in, we had the ladies that were checking us in just kind of casually ask if that was going to be an option if the office was available and they came back and they told us that it wasn't going to be available and so we were kind of like ah well oh well didn't happen this time but then as we were walking back to our seat we took a left kind of heading to the back of the uh, like into the back and it suddenly dawned on all of us oh my goodness oh my goodness this is happening and so we came around a corner and there it is. And it's this very um, obvious door that looks like a safe, almost like a big safe. And the cute cast member was like, all right, guys. So there's two ways into this room, my badge, or you can figure out how to open the door because <laughs> they don't tell you how to open it. And so she asked who wanted to do it. And of course, we all raised our hands and um, she kind of pointed to me. And so I jumped over to the door and um, started playing with all the knobs and the different lights started going off. And, um, at the bottom, you start spinning this one part and you spin it and spin it and spin it. And the lights start going off and bells start going off. And the more you spin it, more lights go off. <laughs> it's pretty fun. And then all of a sudden it gets to the, to the end of all the lights and it goes ding, 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 ding. <laughs> And the door opens and it's so exciting. It's just this fun and wonderful experience that is special. And it's one of those Disney magic moments that you just don't get on a regular trip. So that was such a fun and neat experience um, to be able to open the door, to be able to eat in this really cool, special room in the Lamplight Lounge. Um, and then also at the very, uh, very back of the Lamplight Lounge, um, in the room is this little patio where you can go and watch the Incredicoaster take off. And that was really fun because it's just a different perspective. It's a different experience. Um, we also saw Mr. and Mrs. Incredible when they were over there and got their attention and was able to um, kind of wave at them and everything. So if you happen to have a chance and you have a big enough group going to the Lamplight Lounge, I recommend asking it doesn't hurt to ask. And the, what it is, is it's the office. Go ahead and ask and hopefully you get to experience this wonderful opportunity someday too. Thanks so much for listening. Hi, this is Miley with the Unseen Magic. I just wanted to come on and share a couple unique finds that I found while visiting the parks this weekend as the holiday season was kicking off. Of course, we saw the big trees on Main Street in Disneyland, as well as over on Buena Vista Street in California Adventure. But I also noticed a few other trees throughout the park, so I thought I would share where you could find those as well. 
One of them is just as you come into Disneyland above the fire station where Walt's apartment is located. If you look up in the window up there, you can see a little tree in the window in his apartment. If you head over to Adventureland to where Jungle Cruise is and you look above where the stroller parking is, you will find a tree up on the roof. It's made of metal and has other unique elements on it as well as a garland made of bananas. If you head back to Toontown, Mickey and Minnie both have houses there and in their front yard, you will see they have their own trees there. And they're um, in the cartoon type style that's unique to Toontown area back there. So you can see both Mickey and Minnie's trees in Toontown. If you head over to California Adventure, back in Carsland, you'll see quite a few trees. Both Mater and Luigi have trees made of tires in front of their rides. There is a tree made entirely of Route 66 street signs. It's at the little shop on the corner there um, just before you get to Luigi's. It's not currently open. I think it's called Radiator Springs Curios. I'm not exactly sure of the shop name, um, but in the front yard there of that shop, there's a tree that's entirely made of Route 66 street signs from all over, from different states across the country. And then just across from that um, is Sarge's surplus hut. And he, there is a patriotic tree out there. So it's decorated in red, white, and blue decorations. And then at the end of the main street there of Radiator Springs, where their fire station is, Carsland also has a big kind of statement tree there and it's covered in hubcaps and there's garland that are made of air filters and all kinds of unique decorations. So I encourage you to take a look and try to find these other trees and enjoy all of the holiday magic in the parks. You can find me at the unseen underscore magic on Instagram. Hello, Disney friends. This is Ashley Dixon. You can find me on Instagram at Disney Planner Babe. I also am the creator and admin of a Facebook group called Disneyland Planning Tips and Tricks with a little red heart next to it so that you know that it's my group. <laughs> um, let's talk about our awesome trip that we just took to Disneyland. I loved this girl's trip. The energy was so good. Everyone was so excited to be there to kick off the holiday season. Merriest Nights was amazing. Um, we got to go on a hotel tour with Getaway Today, which was really cool. Um, and one of the things that stood out to me as one of the highlights of the trip was being able to see a Christmas fantasy parade. Since Disneyland reopened, um, they've only had small little character cavalcades and not full-blown parades, with the exception of um, the Frightfully Fun Parade at Oogie Boogie Bash. So to be able to see a Christmas fantasy parade just filled my heart with all of the Disney Christmas magic that I didn't even know that I needed. Um, I used to not be a parade girl. Like, my family was perfectly content to use the parade time to go on rides um, because typically you can find shorter wait times on rides during the, you know, while everyone else is watching the parades. Um, and I just was like, meh, parades, no big deal. And then I saw this Christmas parade, a Christmas fantasy. 
Um, and it rocked my world. I remember getting emotional the first time I saw it. And um, it immediately became my f- very favorite of all the Disney parades. Um, it later on in spring of 2020, right before the shutdown, was replaced by Magic Happens, which now holds the number one spot as my favorite parade. And A Christmas Fantasy is sitting at the number two place. But it was the parade that made me fall in love with Disney parades. Um, seeing Santa at the end and, and um, when he was saying... It's so good to see you and it's so good to be back. I really did get emotional. It was just a really special moment. So interacting with all of the fun characters during the parade, um, it just was everything. So that is one of the moments that stood out to me. Um, And the whole trip really was amazing. I'm so thankful that we got to do it. Oh, thank you so much to all of my friends for coming on and sharing some of their favorite experiences from our latest visit. That was so sweet of them. I'm going to put a link to all of their social media in my show notes. You can check them out. Make sure you're following them. They are awesome. And if you're going to be visiting Disneyland during the holidays, I have all the information you need on my website. I have tips and tricks and free printables. I even have um, a schedule. If you are into Disney schedules, I have a free itinerary to help you avoid waiting in long lines. I've got everything you need. So I'll put a link to that in my show notes as well. And I think that's about it. I got to go get ready for my next Disneyland trip. I appreciate you guys so much and follow along in my Instagram stories for all of the Disney fun that's happening next week when I'm back in the parks. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk soon.